Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. I know that scientifically the reasoning behind this move by wildlife officials in Vermont makes sense because we do a similar thing here in the Hoosier State. But when you look at it with the eyes of the Morning Roadshow Department of Irony, it does look a bit funny. Moose in regions of that state are ever more susceptible to falling ill from a disease they get from ticks, and it's fatal. And so the Fish and Wildlife Department there has come up with a plan. Save the moose by issuing more hunting permits. Literally, save the moose by killing them. Save the moose from the deadly ticks by infesting them with bullets instead. <laughs> Apparently, it's about reducing the population density, which keeps the ticks at bay. And by the way, on the average in the state of Vermont, there is 1.7 moose per square mile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a um, car miles per gallon. There, <laughs> so we're going to save them. By killing them. <laughs> you know, Cliff, this whole thing of everybody being so clean and yeah. sanitizing everything, yeah, it teaches me how far, far removed I was from sanitary conditions because yeah. until just recently, mm-hmm. I never realized how sticky and gooey Lysol spray is <laughs> after like, you spray it. I don't know. If this desk over here is like, it's sticky and slippery at the same time. At the same time, yeah. yes. Yeah. In a study released last week, Cliff, said that 90% of moms Mm -hmm. can find their babies just by the smell of the baby. I I would say that's accurate, yes. You know, I think so, too, though Mm -hmm. I know nothing about that. I know my Mm -hmm. grandma always said that she could find my granddad (laughs) just by his smells. (laughs) No, she did. Yeah. (laughs) And she could. I'm I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, she could. I'm here this yes. morning, yeah. and oppressive management says I'm not necessary or essential. <laughs> I got news for you. All the times he said that, <laughs> he was just trying to play your contribution down so they didn't have to pay you as much. Oh. <laughs> We'd now a topic we've covered before, but given the health emergency we're currently in, it's worth mentioning again. The CDC has given us all the guidelines we need to know about keeping our hands clean, and that makes sure the things we touch stay disinfected as well. But as more and more healthcare professionals are being called up to help, the folks working in the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast want to assist as well. And today that comes from a bit of research they found dating back to 2001. That's when a surgical nurse in Australia asked a doctor if she was contaminating the OR by farting during the procedure. A microbiologist at the University of Canberra later conducted an experiment after being asked by that doctor, and they had colleagues fart into Petri dishes, one in the normal manner, and another set as a control made by having people fart with their pants around their ankles. The second set of Petri dishes grew bacteria overnight, but the ones where people farted while their pants were up were clean. A researcher later said, and I quote from their article published in a scientific journal, The bacteria formed in what might be called a 
splatter pattern caused by the velocity of the fart, which apparently blew skin bacteria from the subject's butt cheeks into the dish. Unquote. A Chinese study last year confirmed pants should be an effective barrier against infecting another person with a fart. And as part of social distancing, you should avoid farting naked around other people. And so when we say something is silent but deadly, we mean that only in a metaphorical sense. Is there any way we could social distance ourselves from the uh, yeah, yeah, just we... in time for breakfast? Any way we could do that, Cliff? No. Can we make it like a 12-foot border that we have to stay away from all of that? Possible? No. No. I was afraid you'd say that. Yeah. And with the social distancing, Cliff, can you tell yeah. me how long this is supposed to last? Do you know? Is there a time? Um, I don't know specifically that there's a, an exact time. Until it ends, I think it's kind of like one of those, we just need to wait and see. The the people at the CDC are going to say, okay, it's it's slacking off now. It's safe to go back about your normal life. So it could be a while? It could be a while, yeah. So, I mean, we could do this for months, if that's what they Theori say? I mean, theoretically, yeah. I'm not saying we're I going mean, to. Right. And, and, I, and I will say, I saw the uh, there was a cruise ship, I think it ended up in Oakland, California, where they had... Um, the people who had the coronavirus, you know, they took them off and got treatment and they put a bunch of other people in isolation. Right. Uh, they kind of just left that cruise ship sitting for about two and a half weeks. And they went in 17 days later to clean and take samples. And the coronavirus was still live inside on the the beds and countertops and whatnot after 17 days. Wow. So, I mean, it's probably something yet that we don't know exactly what's going to happen. We're just going to have to go week, day by day, week by week. We'll get through it. Oh, yeah. We just have to, you know, realize that there's not just one switch that we can turn on in a press conference and go, it's all over. It's safe to come. It's like, you know, when like there's a the movie where there's a tornado, you know, they always go for shelter. And then the tornado's gone and they come out and the sun's shining. The sun may very well be shining when we get done, but it's not going to be like, oh. The tornado's gone, we can get out. I mean, it's it's going to be a slow route back. So the longer it goes, Cliff, I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. I could save a ton on deodorant here. <laughs> I mean, if everybody has to stay six foot away from me, yeah. what's the point? Well, you got a point there. I mean, and as has been mentioned on our texting this morning, you and I are in essential service. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And if... You and I are essential. Your deodorant's an essential service. I'm not thinking so, Cliff. If it's a six foot, you can't smell six foot away, can you? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> you better hope not. Here's Kane Brown. Well, evidently, Cliff, I'm not the only person and the only listener that has an yeah. issue with just in time for breakfast. <laughs> Got this call just a few minutes okay. ago. Here it is. Hey, I think that uh, just in time for breakfast department is not essential. <laughs> so the entire department should be sent home, Cliff. According to him. Yes. Although it plainly states in a clarification from the State Department of Health, any works, anyone who works in media is considered an essential service. Oh, there's got to be some way to get rid of it. There's got to be. One of these days, I'm going to acquire enough cash yeah. that I'm going to actually buy some really nice cologne. <laughs> I mean some good stuff. Okay. I'm tired of the cheap stuff that on the label it says right there. Yeah. On the glass. Yeah. Shake well before using. 
You see, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. after it sets about 24 hours, yeah. my cologne, the water, separates out of the stinky stuff. <laughs> and the stinky stuff is floating in there, and you have yeah. to get it all mixed together. Of course, it's, the stinky stuff is floating on the top. Yes. And the, um, the little spritzer thing. I'm assuming it's a spritzer. It's thing. a spritzer. It's got that little plastic straw that goes down. So basically, it would just be sucking water if you spray. <laughs> yes. Now, when you shake it up, yeah, it's powerful right off the bat. Oh, it doesn't it last long. Well, yeah, it's cheap cologne. But the first <laughs> shot out water. of there. Yeah, well, well, Cliff, I'm uh, glad our experiment's over from yesterday as Which we one? broadcast oh. the entire program on Facebook Live. We did a video for three hours and 45 minutes. We got banned in Canada. Um, people wondered how many cell phones I have. <laughs> just, they only did. And you wore your jammies. <laughs> and I noticed something about myself. What's, I don't take a very good picture. Yeah. Now, you know you have subjects that you take pictures of that, yeah. boy, when that camera hits them, they it loves them. Is that not true? I mean, they look good, the people do. As a, as a professional photographer, it's my job to make everyone look that way. Well, I didn't look so good <laughs> yesterday on there. I kept well, looking I at that going. Well, I didn't use my professional camera. Wow. <laughs> I feel like when I saw that, yeah. and I couldn't help but keep my eye right on it, Cliff. Yeah. I've been treated kind of kindly by father time. <laughs> yeah. But Mother Nature has slapped me all over the place. <laughs> We, this farmer on Prince Edward Island, Canada, has come up with a novel way to maintain social distancing. Reynold McFarland is a pig and dairy farmer. As part of his operation, he offers sales direct to customers. But with social distancing now in play, he, like many other businesses, can no longer sell at the farmer's market, which has been shut down. McFarland, though, told a reporter people are coming to his house now to purchase... And to maintain social distancing, he stands well back when they come to buy pork and other products. How far back, you might ask? Well, dude will throw his sausage in your car window. All you have to do is roll the window down, and from about 15 away, 15 feet away, McFarland chucks bacon, ham, and other products in. He does say that some people are a bit wary about having a frozen ham fly in their vehicle, so they step out, but he's still going to throw, and you're still have to catching it. As for payment, he's left a clip on a pole where you can hang your money. But a couple of instances, people have thrown cash back at him, having stuffed the funds inside a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> kind of like a tip. That's <laughs> what well, we ought to have as prize giveaways here, Rolls Cliff. of toilet yes, paper. Yes, we'll just roll them out the door whenever you come <laughs> to pick them up. I saw in Canada, Cliff, yeah. that uh, you know they're doing the social distancing thing, yeah. too. yeah. And reporters go out for TV stations, mm -hmm. and to keep the distance, they are duct taping the microphone on the end of a hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> Which, is that not Canadian as can be? It's totally Canadian. Totally. <laughs> Before I get into this, Cliff, I just want to say, I did not go searching for this yesterday on my phone. Okay. I want to repeat that. I did not go searching <laughs> for that. Okay. As I'm looking through the news feed on my phone. Right. There popped up a picture of a woman in a bathtub. Okay. Now, as I said, yeah. I don't go searching for women in bathtubs <laughs> on my phone. You do know I'm the IT guy, and I can check your search history. Don't do that. 
just don't do that. Let's just go with what I'm saying. Here, okay. Cliff. I okay. don't do that. All right. And there was a lady that popped up on in the bathtub, which I thought was weird. A lady popped up in the bathtub. Yes. Okay. And I yes. looked at the picture, and lo and behold, it's Madonna, and this she is, is unrecognizable to me. It's a picture of Madonna in a in bathtub. bathtub. Yes. Okay, so let me Google this real quick. Okay. So I'm gonna, if I go Madonna bathtub. We there it is. Yeah, there it is. Wait, 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 hold on. That's Madonna? No kidding. <laughs> what have they done to her? I don't, she doesn't look right at all, does she? No. She looks kind of... Plastic. Yes. <laughs> like a doll. Her face looks like a doll. I don't want to be mean, Cliff, but I saw that picture and I thought, man, if I was a rubber ducky, yeah. I wouldn't get in the tub with that woman at all. <laughs> no. Mm. Is it too soon for a Kenny Rogers joke? Yes, yes, it is. Stop it. Well, the wheels are spinning here on the Morning Road Show as we're trying to come up with a song so we can play the game. No prize, just punishment. (laughs) Now, yesterday we had Manilow Monday, and thankfully Sam was able to win our prize of absolutely nothing, and we didn't get punished with Barry Manilow. We're trying to come up with a song for Tuesday. Right, and we thought... you just asked me, should we do Manilow again today? Well, Manilow Monday was yesterday. So we have to come up with some artist who is equally as hated as Barry Manilow. <laughs> with for a Tuesday, yes. With a T. Well, that didn't take long, Cliff. We <laughs> no? asked for um, singers whose name starts with the letter T for Tuesday. Yeah. And it's unanimous. We've had five or six different people yes. text in. And, and my mom even messaged me with the uh, answer. And... We got this phone call from yep. across the border, yep. and this is what we're going to do. Okay, Cliff. so this will be the uh, artist to be featured on There's No Prize, Just Punishment. If you lose. If you lose. If not, we just go on our merry way. Yes. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Ron Johnson. Ron, where are you from? I'm from uh, Buckskin. Okay, Ron Johnson from Buckskin. Uh, small town, I'm assuming a lot of people know Ron Johnson from Buckskin. Is that true, Ron? <laughs> you, you guys are still getting the blame, not me. Oh, no. No, no. We're already pointing it towards you, Ron. Yeah. And and I'm so confident you're going to mess this up. I've already loaded it up, and I've got the uh, volume up so we can hear it, okay? But, but you know, I may just mess this up on purpose and put the punishment back on you guys. Hey, hey, don't be doing that. Don't be messing with us, Ron. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you three of these. You tell me if it's a Hallmark movie or not. Are you a married man, Ron? Yes, I am. Are you forced to listen and watch these shows? I watch them every Christmas with my wife. Oh. I hope she's really good to you the rest of the year, Ron. I really do. Wow. Well, here we go. The first one, Ron, movie or not, mingle all the way. That is. You are right. Well done. All right. You just got one more to go, and you can save us. Number two, Jingle, Mingle, I'm Still Single. Mm, that is as well. Ooh, that is not <laughs> oh, no. a Hallmark movie. That's not a movie. No, no. Okay. All right. Down <laughs> so to this one, Ron. This is make or break uh, now. Oh, <laughs> I'll get the volume on Tiny Tim turned up a little, Ron. Here we go. All right. Santa's elves go to Vegas. Uh, let's see. That is not. Woo! You're correct. That's exactly right. We don't have to play Tiny Tim. Thank you so much, Ron. 
right. You guys have a great day. You too. You too. All right. Bye, Bye Ron. <laughs> well, we can still talk about him, though, can't we, in Bucks again? <laughs> Ron Johnson? Yeah, we might as well. The fact that he's so well-versed in <laughs> Hallmark movies. Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm a little worried yeah. there. Yeah. Well, at least he saved us from Tiny Tim. He I did. thank him for that. Yep. Well, Cliff, here it is, nine twenty, and I've been debating all morning long whether to bring this up, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm okay. going to go for it. I'll go right ahead. The um, oh, we're supposed to be staying at home, not okay. supposed to be. We are going to stay at home if we don't need <laughs> to be. If we don't out. have to be out, we should be at home. Yes, and the social distancing thing. Yeah. I was out yesterday because I don't stock up on a bunch of stuff at my house. I get it as I need it. Right. Generally speaking. My checkbook makes that decision for me to get it when I need it. Otherwise, I would stock up. Yeah. But as I was out, I noticed a few things, Cliff. The social distancing was not working, and I don't fault anybody because we're not used to doing this kind of thing here in this country. Yes. How many times, Cliff, has somebody, when you've had a cart out to the car, said, Hey, I'll take your cart back up. I'm going in anyway, and I'll use your cart. I've had that happen a oh, bunch. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. And yesterday it happened yeah. to me, but yeah. I still had some stuff in my cart, and the gentleman reached in, grabbed my produce, and handed it to me. <laughs> now, just trying to be friendly, that's all no, he was doing. No, and, and it's kind of an, an, an innocent uh, yes. gesture of, I'm here to help out. That's right. At this point, though, the best way you could do to help out is to not touch my stuff. Yes, don't <laughs> grab my stuff. That's the first rule is don't grab my stuff. Yes. And when you're in the grocery store, as you will be in the coming days and weeks, yeah. when you're looking at something or somebody else is looking at something, yeah. debating whether to buy, yeah. you shoving yourself in front of them is not social distancing. If no. you have to knock me out of the way to get to, <laughs> to whatever... To get through wherever it is you're going... You're absolutely right. Stand back. Yes. And relax. I realize where you have to be is important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but where I am is also important. That's right. It's just basically you have to right. function as being and, rude to people. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, you hate to be that way. No. Um, I don't know if you've been to Menards lately. Have you been to Menards lately? Yes, I have. Have you seen the marks they put on the floor at the checkout? I have. This is where we want you to stand. To and stay separate from the person in front of you. And let's do it. And from the person behind you. Yes. I was going to say that, Cliff, about I the was, checkout. Is the, is the <laughs> Don't get up on me. That little machine there that I have to pay with. Yeah, that where you put your, you know, your debit card in. Yes. Put your PIN number in. It's not a hockey match. Don't guard it like a goalie. <laughs> I have to get back to that machine. Yeah. And we don't think about it. Nobody's meaning to do it well, on purpose, Cliff. It's just we're accustomed to doing it this no, way. No, that's that's correct. I mean, that's just the way normally people live our lives. But yes. back off! Yeah, well. <laughs> Did I help you out a little bit there? I, th- I think oh, Okay. I think there's two <laughs> things out of this. What's that? Don't grab my stuff and... Back off! There you go. <laughs> We follow those two, yep. and we pretty well got it whipped. I think you're right. Mm. And yes, Cliff. What? It's time now for Take It to the Bank. <laughs> you thought I had forgot, but I had not. Well, I was just going to, like, just let it go on and see almost, you know, like the uh, teacher who forgets to give out the homework, and there was some kid in class, hey, you forgot to give us homework. I was not going to be that kid. <laughs> no, you don't ever want to be that kid. <laughs> but our Take It to the Bank today, Cliff, yeah. is about your 
amazing brain. Well, thank you. I've had quite some compliments on my amazing brain. Well, here's something you may not know about your amazing brain. Did you know it doesn't feel pain? I knew that. Did you know that it needs a huge supply of oxygen? I didn't know that. Like 20% of all the oxygen and calories that you use. Right. 80% of your brain, if yeah. it's normal, mm -hmm. is composed of water. So okay. hydration is extremely important for oh. your brain. Okay. Your brain can store everything. Everything you see, do, read, yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. You just can't recall it. Yeah, That's I knew the that. only yes. problem. It's like the table of contents just gets lost after a while. It uh, <laughs> gets no better the older you get either. Yeah. And the one that uh, really surprised yeah. me the most, Cliff. What's that? Your brain comes out to play at nighttime. Oh, it does, huh? You would think during the day mm -hmm. that's when it'd be its most active. Yeah. But it's actually the most active at night when you're asleep. Oh, really? That's right. I had no idea. Which probably accounts for a lot of the horrible nightmares <laughs> I have. <sighs> that's... Yeah, I don't know it's that. It's not playing a game you want to play. I'm no, it's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> but all of that, including the nightmares, yeah. you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day. All facts and figures to help you survive the coronavirus endemic better. Number three. You should avoid farting naked around other people. Okay, all right. <laughs> not going to be an not, issue. Which is... <laughs> It's not only good social distancing, it's also pretty fair etiquette as well. Number two, your deodorant is an essential service. <laughs> Especially you. I could save a lot of money if I didn't no, use it. No. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Don't grab my stuff and back off. <laughs> Words to live by for the next few weeks, Cliff. Apparently it is, At least yes. a couple of weeks, huh? Yeah. Don't we'll grab my stuff and back off. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.